We just heard the command that we must love our neighbour, a command that is obviously very familiar to us. A command so important, though, that the Lord says that it sums up all of the law and the prophets also. But I'd like to spend a moment this morning focusing on why we should keep that command. Why within ourselves, at an emotional level, we should keep it. Because we're given in our first reading um, a very powerful reason to do just that. And the point is this, that if in my neighbor I see somebody who is like me, then it becomes easy to love him as myself because I see myself in him. And in particular, if I can recall my own experience of need and weakness, then in my neighbor's need and weakness, I can see my relationship with him and love him. So our first reading there was from Exodus, and it had this command to love the stranger, the widow, and the orphan. And this command was repeated again and again and again in the Old Testament. It's what the Lord had formed his people to think and value and do. That they were to be his chosen people, a people different to other people. A culture different to the other cultures around them. That whereas there were some cultures that would cast off the weak and needy, they were to care for them. Where there were some cultures that would, when someone got old and frail, would just leave them to die, they were to do the reverse. They were to see them in their need and care for them. And we might think of our own culture where these same strains are resurgent. That so many abortions are of disabled children in the womb. And their calls to euthanize disabled children when they're newborn. And in old age, their calls to, to euthanize those that are old and frail, to see them as no longer having value, to just being a burden on the rest of us. Whereas God's chosen people were formed to think the very opposite, to see those that were old and frail and in need, and to have a particular care for them to recognize in them the dignity that they have despite the fact they might be weak and in need. Well, let me shift the focus slightly again and think, well, how? How am I, when I see somebody weak, how am I to look at him and love him? Or to put it this way, when I see my neighbor who is wounded and diseased and ugly, well, how am I to look at him and love him? Well, that first verse in our first reading there from Exodus says it very clearly with the connection it makes about the stranger. It says, you must not molest the stranger or oppress him. Why? And this is the point. Because you lived as strangers in the land of Egypt. That the Lord was calling on his chosen people to look back to their own experience, to their own experience of being a stranger. And so to have pity on the stranger, to see the stranger as one like themselves, themselves in the stranger. And as we look through the pages of the Old Testament, we see time and again this 
that the Lord had made his people weak and lowly, in part so that they might in their weakness know their need of the Lord, but also so that in their weakness they might, when they came to strength, have a different attitude to those who are weak, to care and love them. So he calls them to be slaves in Egypt. He led them for 40 years in the, in the wilderness, that in their weakness and desperation they might have an experience of need and weakness there. And after that, when they got to the promised land, for a while it seemed to work out, but then they drifted from what they'd been formed in. And we find that the prophets repeatedly condemned the chosen people in their promised land because they were oppressing the stranger, the widow, and the orphan. And so they were led again into captivity in Babylon, that they might once again know an experience of weakness and need. So to conclude, let's pause for a moment ourselves today. Let's think of our own experiences of weakness, those own times in our own lives that we've been a stranger in Egypt, so that we might, as the Lord calls us to, to have that, that attitude of looking on those in need, the stranger, the widow, and the orphan, and seeing ourselves in the needy one. For you too were a stranger in the land of Egypt.